Welcome to Digital Hospitality. I am your host, Sean Walchef, founder of Cali Barbecue Media. Every business needs to be digital first, and every business needs to be in the hospitality business. We launched this media company to teach you, the listener, the person that's watching this, the person that's consuming this content, how you too can become a media company for your small business, your big business, or your restaurant business. I'm super excited today because I have the co-founder of Restaurant 365, Tony Smith, here at the National Restaurant Association Convention in Chicago. and. Uh, I couldn't be more excited to meet you. Yeah, I'm pumped to get together. It's great to meet you this morning and spend a little time. So for us, so much of what we do in life and in our business is understanding that we have a competitive advantage as restaurant owners because we understand hospitality. There's hearts on your banner, Restaurant 365. We believe it's a hospitality heart. What you guys do, can you explain it to our listeners, to someone who's never heard of Restaurant 365? Yeah. Well, our first core value, the reason you got hearts here is because we, you know, we have four core values. Our first one is we love good food. Okay? <laughs> that works. So, so at Restaurant 365, what do we do? We love the restaurant industry, really, right? And we, we help restaurants thrive and grow. How do we do it? It's through providing some technology so that they can manage their entire enterprise effectively. So we help them with accounting, employee scheduling, inventory and food ordering, payroll, HR, hire. Uh, we, have, we have a broad solution that, that tries to touch on most all aspects of running the back of the house and the corporate and all the aspects of a restaurant. So what's incredible to me and what's really cool, yesterday I was speaking on a panel on tech stack and in order to do this exercise, to prepare to speak at National Restaurant Association, I actually had to do the work of what is our tech stack? You know, it's something that gets thrown around a lot by technology companies and in the media and in the press, but when you talk to somebody that owns a brick and mortar business, tech stack is kind of, it's a complicated term. What, what to you is a tech stack and how complicated can it get? Well, I, I, I'd probably start with my goal. My goal is that for restaurants, the word tech stack wouldn't have to exist. Yes. Because, you. you know, a stack seems like a bunch of things piled on top of each other. Yeah. So when we started in 2011, that was really what, what we saw is that there was a huge mountain out there and a lot of them didn't talk to each other. And so, and a number of them weren't even cloud-based. So you have things deployed on premise. And so when, when I think about a tech stack, I'm hopeful that you get to a point where you have one or two key pieces of technology that are seamlessly connected and that cover the whole facet of what you need to do at a restaurant. So when you think about the journey of Restaurant 365, now you're close to 100, 500 employees, you have multiple offices, you have people working remotely, you have this incredible presence here at the National Restaurant Association show. Everywhere I go, I see red shoes. I'm a huge fan of red shoes, <laughs> but I see the hearts, I see what your team is doing. Can you take us back to when you started? Can you take us back to when it was just a little tiny booth and just an idea? Yeah, so uh, we, we started on our own time. Okay, so we, we didn't come in guns blazing. So uh, we started in 2011 and it was really the first couple years just creating what we would call the core system, yeah. right? So we weren't even going to shows at the time. And then I remember, I think it was 2014, we created our first marketing budget of $10,000. Yes. Yeah, for the year. So <laughs> That's that, a big stretch too. 
yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and that doesn't buy a lot. But you know, you're on your own dime. You got to be lean. So back in the day, it was it was pretty tough. So that wasn't the year we came to NRA. But I think it was about seven years ago. I yeah. think we started coming here uh, to this show, and it was just two guys and a suitcase and a five foot booth. You know, it was very very small, very little presence. I remember my my co-founder John Moody was so tired of rolling that that little suitcase around yeah. with our booth names. And you know, these days it's a little different presence here. It definitely fun to see how it's grown. Well, we're gonna put links in the show notes. Hopefully, we can get some historical photos sure. of Restaurant 365 because it is important to see the journey. And you know, part of the journey and part of what we teach the viewers and what we teach people listening to this podcast is is documenting that journey to see where you've been. The magic happens in real life. You know, the magic happens in business when you're actually doing this transaction. What you guys have built is something that is helps restaurants become more profitable. You know, one of the early on, I remember working so hard to start Cali Barbecue in 2008 and struggling to pay our bills, struggling to pay our payroll, and just trying to figure out how do we find our market fit? How do we become a barbecue brand on the West Coast? And one of, early on, I read restaurantowner.com. That was one of my first subscriptions I signed up to. And they kept talking about a weekly profit and loss statement, prime costs, all the most successful independent restaurants. This is what they were doing. How do you make financial accounting sexy? <laughs> How do you make sustainability, profitability sexy for a business owner? Yeah. Well, you, you mentioned your restaurant. Let me just say first, congratulations on, <laughs> on doing great barbecue in California. Because Thank you. That I've never talked to someone who said they were going on vacation to California <laughs> to try the barbecue. And so, no, I, yes. and I live there too. I live in Southern California, so I long for good barbecue there. So, yeah. so thank you for thank that. You. So now to the question there, um, how do we make accounting sexy? When we started, the restaurant accounting was not really a phrase. It was just accounting. Yep. And most everyone was using a generic accounting product. You know, one of the many products out there that serve every industry. And so we really set out from the beginning. Our mission was to make the phrase restaurant accounting mean something because yeah. restaurants run uniquely. And so it really is um, their, their own animal. And, and that's where we've tried to preach the word. And, uh, you know, wherever we are, we show people, we, we understand your pain points that are unique and we make this solution that can meet them. And, and so by, by preaching it out there and you start to show the restaurant accountants that they, they matter too, you know, not yes. just the store operations, but we also have a big store operations portion of our system. But early on, it was trying to get the word out that accounting mattered also. So. And when you're doing that, what, what are the pain points? I mean, what, what are... Where do you find that the real big change came for the company where you're like, we're actually on to something? Yeah. Because restaurant owners, uh, we're very difficult people. We, we love what no. we love. We love what we love. We're, walk, we're all different walks of life. There's the chefs. There's the marketing people, the brand people, the operations people. It's hard to classify who restaurant owners are, but ultimately we're all, we're all in the business of hospitality. How did you find Restaurant 365? How did you find that sticking point where you're like, we're really on to something? Well, I, I think as we, uh, we were very iterative. So what, get, coming out of the gate, we would go to restaurants and discuss their pain points. And we had customers from the beginning who were willing to pay, which was really exciting. Yeah. And, and so we would go in and chat with them and build part of the solution. They'd try it and we'd come back and design some more. And it was, we were just doing this constantly. And so from the beginning, it was fantastic that there were already people willing to pay. But as we would go out and share our vision, people would respond with words like, that would be the holy grail. 
scale. I don't think that's possible to have all of those things in one place in the cloud that's affordable for me. Mm-hmm. You know, they say, oh, maybe those huge brands could do it. Yeah. You know, your McDonald's, your Chipotle's might be able to, but not the the lay person, you know. And, and so that was really something we were targeting. And so it was great to hear those type of words as we were getting out there. And then when did I know that we, we had really created something that resonated? Because yeah. that was the idea resonated. But when did we create it? One time I looked at what reports were most often run in our system. And our profit and loss report, which is, you know, at the end of the day, you get your data in from all the sources, from the labor and the food, and you run it through and it shows your profitability. And we we can produce this report in real time daily. Yeah. And, and when I looked and saw that that was the most often run report and it was being run out at the stores by all the restaurant managers on a regular basis, that's where I understood we're creating something unique here because there is not another system where you can have an accurate full P&L that restaurant managers are looking at and, and using to modify their behavior in real time instead of at the end of the month. That's very, it's exciting because when you think about how many different dashboards there are, how many different data, we have data, like as a tech forward com- restaurant, we have data all over the place, but what's the most important data? You know, how do you clean up that report so that you can actually give the people the boots on the ground, you know, the people that are actually running the operations, how do you give them that key, those key performance indicators that they need to know, hey, we need to fix something quickly. Mm-hmm. We can't wait for another month to actually yeah. make changes to the schedule when Tuesday is not profitable. We need to figure out what's going on on Tuesday. That's right. And and your three key data points from a high level are sales, food cost, and labor, of yep. course. And so that part of a P&L report, you know, we call the prime cost report, and you get down to your prime profit there at the bottom, how am I doing? And you can measure those against performance. So those are key, but then alongside that, you want to dig in deeper, and that's where uh, they dive into the actual versus theoretical report is also extremely commonly run yes. in our system. That very popular report. And so being able to, to see the inventory anytime they do a count of, of how it's doing actual versus theoretical and then very similar things on the labor side, uh, that those are the parts that give them the most power, I think. What kind of advice would you give to a business owner or a restaurant owner that doesn't have a solution like Restaurant 365 if they're just kind of bare bones band-aiding this financial account piece. What, why is it so important to invest, you know, not just in Restaurant 365, but any financial software that will help them become profitable? Yeah, I'm excited to see the restaurant industry as a whole adopting more and more technology. I think that uh, we went through a very difficult time over the last two and a half yeah. years. And so it's it's very sad and hard to see why they had to adopt more technology. But I do think that overall it's advanced the industry. I, I usually think it sped it up four or five years, right, in terms of the adoption. And, and so uh, there's a lot of folks out there doing it now that weren't. But for people who still aren't, I think that the value there is you understand what makes your restaurant business effective, which is very different than just what what makes a good restaurant that people would talk about on Yelp in a positive yes. way, right? But you you need to understand your restaurant business to really succeed. And especially if you have the aspirations of getting to multiple locations and yep. thriving in that larger size. Yeah, I think one of the aha moments for me was, you know, 
reading content. We always say on this show, stay curious, get involved, ask for help. Being curious is listening to podcasts, reading books. Getting involved is actually doing the work to know like, hey, maybe there's something wrong with my, my restaurant. And coming to the point where we needed to understand that, how do you actually implement it? We started figuring out what well, we need to do weekly inventory. We need to do the things that successful restaurants are doing to become profitable once we do that, but then we need to ask for help to realize that there's tools available to us. There's incredible tools that are coming into the industry. Like when I go here at, at the NRA and I go to the tech pavilion, it's huge. Yeah, It's huge and there's incredible people that are working on tools to help us restaurant owners service more people and actually build a more profitable business. You know, because back to just because you have a busy restaurant doesn't mean you have a profitable business. Right. That's right. You can you can increase sales through the roof, <laughs> and if you're running a poor business, all you're doing is increasing your loss, yes. right? And and so that that's something that a lot of people don't think through in that way. And so it's really important. It's interesting you mentioned the show and you said the tech pavilion. I don't even know if there is a tech pavilion anymore because <laughs> back when we used to come, it had a different colored carpet, and all the tech companies were kind of pinned into this small area, <laughs> and we all had small tables. And nowadays, you go in there, and the tech companies are spread out. We we don't have a booth that's even near what the official tech pavilion Correct. is because it, there's it's, not even room. It's huge. Yeah, yes. and, and that that really encouraged me. There is a ton of technology out there for restaurants yeah. these days that helps them. And the reason these companies have grown and succeeded is because they're actually helping. And that, that's something I preach at our company all the time. When we think about what are we going to build next or what are we going to do, it's AAV. We will always add value. And so I ask people first, what value is this idea going to add to the restaurant? Not what value is it going to add to us or what are we going to be able to charge for it? It's how are we adding value and meeting a need with this? And, and the rest of it will come. I love that. So AAV, always adding value. Always adding value. So one of the things we talk about is ABB, always be branding. Oh, okay. All so right. always be branding. You guys have red shoes. You have Restaurant 365 shirts. Can you talk us talk to us about your brand differentiation, your, your brand pitch? Because pitching to investors is different than pitching to customers. Yeah. How did you learn it and what did you learn along the process? What advice do you have? Yeah, wow. We... We have had a fun time with our brand over the years. We've we've made lots of changes. You know, you go back and we look at our first logo and laugh about it. And, you know, we made it ourselves and we named the company in five minutes together, our co-founders. And you know, so a number. Where of those did the things, name come from? Um, at, at the time, we we had thought Microsoft has Office 365, and and there and and that seems like a, a very cool name and a recognizable brand. But we are for restaurants, and so we will be every day of the year. We are restaurant. 365. That, that's how we came that's up good. with it originally. But, you know, over over the years, so we definitely, that has stuck for us. Um, but some of the other things and colors and, and what our website looked like or yep. didn't exist in the past and, and, and getting through some of that. It's been very fun branding it out to the restaurant industry. And we have a lot of fun at the shows like this, right? Where some of the time we've been able to set the trend a little bit yep. in terms of something like you mentioned, you know, matching shoes or sponsoring the lanyards at the event or things that like that. That was huge. The, the yeah. lanyard that I have, I don't, I don't have it, but I I went and I'm like, that is ABB. That is a solid brand play <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, the we, lanyard that every single person gets. Yeah, so we have a lot of Brilliant. fun. I mean, one one year in our booth here, we wanted to bring spice it up a little on day yeah. three. And so we went out and grabbed a graffiti artist outside and brought him in. Nice. And he graffitied our booth in nice. the middle of the show. So we, we have a good time with that. In terms of branding to investors, you know, definitely on that side, it's they don't they don't want me to go graffiti their office. <laughs> yeah. They are, they are so looking for I'll, that. I'll give a shout out to Lunchbox. 
Lunchbox. Lunchbox has a tattoo artist yeah. that is yep. literally that. Like they thought they were only going to do a couple tattoos. They can't. The guy's book solid. Yeah. For three days. Yep. <laughs> yeah. People love tattoos. Yeah. I Apparently. went over. I saw that Apparently. as well. And the guy was getting a chef's knife. And I, you know, it's like okay. Yeah. That makes there sense. There you go. I don't know if they've done any. They've gotten any Lunchbox tattoos, but that that was that was well played. <laughs> yeah. Did you miss this year's National Restaurant Association show in Chicago? Did you miss out on all the incredible digital hospitality opportunities in real life? We have great news. Restaurant 365 is announcing that they will have an incredible event called the Restaurant Transformation Tour at the Wiltern Theater in Los Angeles on June 27th. There are one day and two day ticket options available and you'll get to hear from industry leaders like Home State's VP of Operation and Controller on how they align their finance and operation teams with real time data. So many people that listen to this podcast, digital hospitality leaders like yourself need to be at this event if you are in Southern California and are in the restaurant business. Whether it's accounting, operations, payroll, or HR, there will be top-notch content so you can learn how to run your restaurant operations as efficiently as possible while driving profits. Please use the promo code BIPCaliBBQ for 50% off your ticket and click the link in the show note to sign up so that we can see you in real life and take some TikTok videos together. Thank you for listening to show. We will see you at the Restaurant Transformation Tour presented by Restaurant 365. And now back to the show. So so back to the, the VCs, pitching the idea, the, the big idea. Yeah. How, what did you learn in that process? You know, that was that was fun. I had not ever raised money. And we, yeah. like I said, we self-funded for the first seven years. So we were getting to the end of 2017 and we were at a real inflection point there with the business. Are we gonna continue to run? We'd been growing well and we'd gotten to profitability. And are we going to run at a smaller seven scale? Seven years yeah. to profitability? Yeah, well, yeah. We, Kept investing back in to We to were to there the and, and so we decided at that point Point. Do we do we want to really take it to another level, or do we want to grow at, at this pace here? And and so we decided that was the time we were going to take a swing for it. And yeah. so then I made a list of the 13 investors I thought were the most world class. Yeah. And I made an Excel sheet and I sent it to them and I just said, here's our numbers. If you like it, come back to me. You we emailed them. Uh, yeah. Really? And I just said we want to be done with this in 10 weeks. And I'm not a professional fundraiser, so uh, hit me up. And then uh, they did. How and, many? And How then many they flew. 13? So of those, I think uh, 11 came back to me. And then of those, a number of them flew down and came to our so office. So you held court. You, and you so, literally invited them. If you, yeah, if I just said, come on it. down. Yeah. If you if you like what you see here, come on down and meet me. And How long so, was that pitch deck? Uh, that it, no, it was an Excel sheet. It was just an Excel. That's sheet. right. Yeah. No, I put numbers in Excel and I sent an email. That's amazing. And and, uh, and they That's if you amazing. build it, they will come. And they yes. did. They they came and so we had great conversations, and we ended up choosing out of those groups. Uh, Bessemer seemed like the best fit for mm-hmm. us. I really like what they're doing, and they work well with with Forbes, and they have great data themselves. And and so we did a minority round with them and. And from there, things went well. And, and so we did another one 12 months later with them. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we did a, a 
couple more groups with uh, Iconic and Tiger, and we've done some more things with with those as well. And it's just it's been a fantastic journey. I love all the groups we have involved. I love that we there there isn't an, an owner, a business out there that's invested so much that they own the company because well, we love driving it. Right, mm -hmm. the three founders are still on the board. We we are driving force of this business, and and that's something that's been really important to me. So where do you see Restaurant 365? I was very fortunate. Uh, everyone that listens to the show knows our toast story. We onboarded with Toast. We told them we're a barbecue media. We're going to create content all about Toast, the hardware, the software, everything that they help us with. And within a year, we were invited to their IPO. Is there mm. an IPO in the future for Restaurant 365? Is that on the horizon? Is that something that now with the market conditions being the way they are, you're going to bury your head in the sand and, and just dig deep or, or what? With market conditions, it is not this year. <laughs> it is not this year. Um, it was that, that would be a question of just, Tony, are you a fool or not? You know, you could just ask that. Well, we're uh, all fools. No, you, you can't yeah. be an entrepreneur and not be a fool. No, it's true. And like it, you were laughed at. There was a time yeah. where somebody said, Tony, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Right? For sure. Yeah, from people your, would from say. From your previous career, when even you and your founders, you're like, hey, we're going to do this. People laughed at me. I mean, when you came with the, the little idea, like that was that was laughable times, right? Oh, yeah. We, we definitely, especially on the accounting side, we have people many times that said, don't waste your time or money on this accounting software because everyone's happy with what they've got. Yep. And it was like, we think we see something different. So you're, you're right on that. Um, in terms of IPO, this is the way I like to put it. I want to feel IPO ready yeah. over the next couple of years, uh, but that doesn't mean IPO or bu bust. We will, mm -hmm. we'll choose based on the markets and based on our own business circumstance. We never have to do it, but I feel like if you're IPO ready, every avenue is available to you. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a smart way to run the business by being that buttoned up and that capable. And, and so that, that's the way I'm looking at it right now. What's the vision for this year? So one of the exciting things, we're gonna put links in the show notes to an event that you guys have coming up in, in June. Yeah. So tell us about the event. Yeah, really excited that events are happening again. Yeah. Isn't it fun? It's, it's fun to get together. There's energy there. I, I know that everyone's really effective remotely. Yes. I know that people like to get food delivered. Yes. But people also love to be together. Yep. And, and so we're excited about having some events and we have a big event, the Restaurant Transformation Tour. And why do we call it a tour? We're, we're doing a number of them in the country, um, but the one that we have coming up at the end of June is going to be probably our largest one. And we call it a tour because it's like a rock show. And, yep. and the whole theme, it's like, it's like a rock tour and we play some good music and we have a really good time and we teach people as well about not just the system, but other things they could be doing in their restaurant. And so, yeah, I think it's gonna be a great time. Well, we're very excited about it, Cal Barbecue Media is going to be there. Digital Hospitality. If you guys listen to the show, we want you to be there. Come and learn about Restaurant 365. Come and learn about hospitality. Um, what, what, what advice do you have to people that are that are running businesses, not just restaurants, but but small businesses? Being it's 2022, we're here. You've spent the time. You're, I I want to compliment you as being a founder, being boots on the ground. I think, you know that. I, I don't want that to get lost. It's so important to see your team out here and for them to know that you care enough. You're here. Why is it so important for you to be here? I, I think that culture of a business matters so much. And as the CEO, that's, I, I decided I have five priorities to my job, right? Because as CEO, you can really make whatever <laughs> responsibilities you want. Yeah. And, and I have five, but the number one that I always say 
is our company's culture. And so I think you need to have your finger on that pulse and you need to be involved. And it's not something you can't create a fake culture and then have it actually permeate. You have to live it if you're going to do it. And, and so for me, it's very important to be connected with our team and see what we're doing and, and be there. Um, so, so that's one thing that matters. And, and so you asked, what advice do I have for other small business owners? I mean, I, that's what I recommend for, for most, especially restaurants. With, with turnover happening and what's going on, culture is key. And, and you help people to know that they're a part of something great. It's not telling people they're a part of something great. Help them to know it's true. It really is happening. And, and they'll stay. And, and you'll, you'll have much more success, better longevity. Not everyone will stay because people have different career paths, and we encourage them in that. But at the same time, you're going to have a, a great group. So that's one thing I would say. The other one I think I would say... Um, you know, it looks like there's there's some some recessioning on the horizon mm-hmm. here, which is very unfortunate. Having all of us just come through a difficult time a couple of years back, yeah. right? And and so no one wants to hear that, but it looks it looks like reality. And so with that, uh, my advice is, all we all did hard things a couple of years ago when COVID hit. We all made hard decisions. We all, uh, you know, drove our business with more vigor. We we adopted new things. We excuse me, we drove efficiencies. And so what I would say now is don't give any of that up. Don't let it slip. We've all felt urgency. Continue to feel urgency in whatever you need to set your sights on next to become even better. And that's going to help us through any tough time that comes. Oh, that's incredible. Well, we uh, we can't be more excited to continue to work with Restaurant 365, all of your incredible team. Joshua Rourke, he has uh, been boots on the ground in San Diego. He does a great job. He's been reaching out to us. Um, uh, and everybody here, everyone that I've met, I mean, you guys truly walk the walk. You're here helping restaurant owners. You're doing all kinds of different demonstrations. We're really excited for what's going to happen in June. Um, where's, where can people connect with you? I think our website's the best, restaurant365. And then you're, you're on LinkedIn? I am on LinkedIn. Yeah, so you can, can find follow, me there. follow you on LinkedIn. Perfect. Yeah. We'll put links in the show notes. You guys can always follow me at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. Uh, we appreciate you. Stay curious. Get involved. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And remember, every Wednesday and Friday at 10 a.m. on Clubhouse, please join our digital hospitality room. Um, that way you can actually get involved. You can get on stage, share your story, ask questions and uh thank you so much for your time yeah thank you for having me this is a blast awesome thank you yeah